0: It's not, not going to happen, man. It's gentle. It's gentle and soft opening. That's how we do it.
1: Keeping it 50 on 50. Episode 22. 22. The big double two.
0: Yeah. <laughs> first 22nd episode. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> as you can tell, this one's going to be action-packed and energetic. Yeah.
1: It's, this is a, a, a loose one. The last week for us has been filled with action and adventure and uh, dealing with a uh, Lots of stuff. Lots of music.
0: Yeah, like, so, I mean, really, for us, the next three weeks are going to be incredibly busy. We're committed to still pumping out podcasts. Sure, why not? But, you know what? You can only put so much effort in the parts of your life without sacrificing other parts of your life. Yeah. So, I will say that we won't put out garbage. Absolutely not. So, if... uh, Hallmark
1: is our quality.
0: (laughs) So, like, if you're not listening to this right now because we shelved it, then you know.
1: (laughs) But what happened was...
0: (laughs) I guess it's more a memo to ourselves than at that point. We might you know put what? out the intro. <laughs> yeah, we might use this for uh, you know episode twenty-eight, <laughs> the next one you hear.
1: Yeah, so it's been um, uh, there's been a lot of no sleep, a lot of driving around, and a lot of um, rehearsing in various parts yeah. of Seattle. It's, it's been, also been, it's been weirdly hot.
0: We're just gonna air all of our grievances right now. This, this yeah,
1: is our it. personal problems that we're having.
0: <laughs> this uh, this one's gonna be called the smallest violin. Or geez, guys. Rub some money in it, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) We
1: We should start immediately by opening some beer, because good God.
0: This week's uh, pairing is Lucky Envelope Brewing's Hell's Lager. That's the sound of beer opening. It's a gold color.
1: It's not like a... Miller Genuine Draft. I've never seen it. Before. I mean,
0: it looks it looks Miller Genuine Draft ish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's like just... eight bucks for a bottle of ice. <laughs> yeah, well played. I feel like they
1: might just be putting PBR in different bottles. Yeah, here, yeah, check, check this out. It might be
0: like a uh, a bottled water situation where it's just tap water <laughs> that they put into a different container. This is, it's called Emperor's New Clothes beer. <laughs> thanks for your money, sucker. <laughs> so before we get into our featured segment, which yeah. will. Which we put we'll talk so him, much we'll talk thought him. into you guys. We wanted to uh, cover uh, something torn from the headlines. You know uh, how we like to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was the headlines two days ago, so when you're hearing this, all the principal characters have probably died of old age. Break down, what happened to you? <laughs> What happened was uh, there's a reality TV star called uh, Kim Kardashian, is it? I Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, sounds, <laughs> sounds right. Anyway, um, as you know, she does the selfie. She takes po- photos of herself, puts them on the internet. You know, you know, you know how that's they a, do, yeah. the, the, the reality stars and uh, she took a picture of herself wearing a morbid angel t-shirt now i don't know which one it was it just had the logo on it i don't know if it was also madness or you know the covenant or yeah. blessed of the sick is that one of those yeah that's my limited knowledge of morbid Angel. yeah right you there. already like,
0: I... lapped most people <laughs> on knowledge from morbid angel at this point like
1: as one could predict in the in the world of uh, any any kind of like off-brand or like uh, um non-mainstream uh, pursuit like metal or comics or right. any kind of geeky pursuit uh anger just fucking how dare this fucking v- vile language like like yeah you know put on a fucking morbid angel t-shirt this is disgusting just se- settle settle
0: down maybe <laughs> settle down i would say <laughs> my take on that maybe maybe settle down <laughs> uh, yeah yeah that like that's a hot take but yeah like chill the fuck out who gives a shit one i'm sure morbid angel Members of Morbid Angel, or at least the one guy from Morbid Angel who's been at the whole time. It's a trait, as a <laughs> Rock. Yeah, whatever. Like, that dude's probably like, fuck yes. Because maybe someone's like, I'm going to go to Spotify and just click on the most streamed song of theirs <laughs> and then hit play. Make maybe hit stop, but I don't know how far you have to get into the song for them to get that, like. Point. Zero 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 seven cents. But look, yeah. he may be able to go to a car wash by the end of this yeah, whole debacle. Yeah, it's like, exciting.
1: So maybe Dave Vincent can get his his two thousand two Jetta cleaned.
0: <laughs> two. She wore a T shirt. I don't know. This is. It seems. It's ha- weird. Yes, it is weird. Yeah. And um, where it's where it's
1: really taken off was I think it was Loudwire or one of the other sort of metal um, magazines started uh, trying to bump this hashtag. Metal is not a fashion statement. Now, ooh. No one can question my love of metal. But it is a fashion statement. It is a fashion statement. I would say, <laughs> I mean, you know,
0: you go to a show and you'll see dudes who, like, they have their jean vest. That yeah, covered in patches. Like that is a specific thing. You were not born
1: wearing that vest. <laughs> yeah, that is like a, a really... like a turtle. Like
0: you saw someone else with that vest, and you're like, I need to get my vest game up. I need to buy like $200 worth of patches at the record store and fucking get on this. Like... That's fine. I yeah. like that. <laughs> and what we're talking about is a little far away from the actual thing that sparked this, which was someone buying a T-shirt for whatever reason and right. wearing it.
1: Right? Like, you could probably come up with something you could wear that you haven't somehow earned, but a metal t shirt is not it. Like, a military medal, a cop (laughs) uniform, because that's fucking illegal. (laughs) Yeah. But a Morbid Angel t shirt fucking is. (laughs) Like, (laughs) come on!
0: Like, in something that we've talked about in the past, but. I, there's a weird kind of sexism involved with the stuff a lot of times, which is like yeah, it, when a dude-oriented subculture absolutely sees a like a woman partaking in that, reading a comic or like like fucking wearing a metal t-shirt, that becomes yeah. a weird thing, right? Yeah.
1: There's there's uh, Twitter has handled this perfectly with um, uh, a guy saying, oh, "I wish girls like sports." A girl saying, "I like sports." Oh, really? What's fucking Pete Carroll's blood type? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> No! <laughs> like, yeah. It, so, uh, Loudwire responded with this, basically exactly that, There it was a 10-point questions that they wanted to forward to Kim Kardashian. They all like, do you prefer the demos or the fucking, like, more produced stuff later? It was like, shut the fuck up. Like, it wasn't It wasn't even funny. It was, like, mean-spirited. I don't think, think she fucking likes Morbid Angels, but it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. That's not a prerequisite for, like, wearing a t-shirt. The prerequisite for wearing a t-shirt is that it's your size and that you, like, <laughs> bought it or stole it. That's, like, the only prerequisite like it. you
1: were gonna go up to Kim Kardashian and start talking to her about fucking Morbid Angel, like like you were in any danger of that <laughs> happening? Is, you, is that what you're worried about? That you're gonna have an awkward conversation where you're like fucking where the slime live and she's like nah, dog, I have no idea
0: what you mean. <laughs> also, <laughs> spoiler alert: if if any of those dudes went up to talk to Kim Kardashian, it doesn't matter what they say; it's gonna be an awkward conversation. <laughs> like it doesn't. The fact that they might put their foot in it because they like mention like a fucking B-side demo is like oh, I'm gonna be really embarrassed if she doesn't know. You'd be embarrassed on anything that you said to her about anything. Yeah. Like, come so on now.
1: It, it was a very, a very ugly scene. And it did remind me of uh, other ways in which uh, women in particular are, are maligned and sidelined or yeah. kept out of metal by uh, protective dudes. And had it been a different guy, had it been, play as fucking Wolverine. Oh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Hugh Jackman showing up wearing a fucking carcass t-shirt. No one would have questioned it, like no one would have- it, people would be like, what a fucking bro, he's awesome, I love Calcas, yeah, I, I, I love, love Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> Every, that's exactly how it would have gone down. The, no one would have said, yeah, but fucking Symphony is a Sickness? What, d- wasn't the Peel Sessions better when it came in, it was properly recorded by BBC engineers?
0: No! <laughs> <laughs> the dudes who like created or uh, adapted Game of Thrones, both those guys are metal heads, they go to metal festivals, they had Mastodon oh, appear like... as extras. <laughs> Everyone when they found that out was just like, that's cool. Yeah. No one was like, these Hollywood fucking phonies. <laughs> like, look at these fucking fat cats sitting in their ivory tower pretending to like the people's music. The, the- people's music? <laughs> like, they were just like, oh man, those guys were cool before because they made a show I like and now they're extra cool. Also, still cool. Still cool. I- I you still know like what? That. Still applaud it. But... At the same thing, but then, yeah, you know, again, Kim Kardashian. Who your opinion on Kim Kardashian is valid, valid but if, and irrelevant. Yeah, in, yeah, in th- yeah. Pretty much. Like this is not a value judgment on Kim Kardashian. It's more of like a a woman wore a T shirt, and your first response is how full of shit is she to wear a T shirt of an obscure band that very few people like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and we speak
0: as metalheads and we're like, not really us. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's, yeah. it's all fine. Like, you know you know how often I've been like, need to dial up some morbid angel? Never often. That's how often. Like <laughs> this has not happened in my lifetime. Maybe at some point, I don't know. There's I there's other death metal. Sometimes albums.
1: you go back and explore old stuff and it's like, oh yeah, this uh yeah. you know, it's it's a very underrated album. So if you're out there listening to this, don't like don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Also, don't get at us and say well, we're wrong. We're fucking not wrong. We're objectively right on this one. Fuck you. <laughs> if yeah. you do this, don't fucking do this. All right.
0: So I think I think that's that's good. I think that that gives us a solid foundation of things to cut. <laughs> Excellent. But what's not going to be cut? No, what, is... what we'll
1: never cut is the unfucking beatable stream of money pouring into this podcast from a series of high-profile corporate sponsors. Yeah. Such as.
0: Beards! From dangerous creeps to unbearable hipsters, it seems almost everyone has their face hair on display. So how are you gonna be? A crowd-following, people-pleasing, fall-in-line mall muppet? That's hardly the spirit of rock and roll. It's time to bald your face. And fast. But razors are expensive, you're probably saying. And I have to ask the guy at the store to open a little prison that it keeps them in, you probably continue. Well, shut up! Because we got you. Userustyrazors.com was set up by two opportunistic college kids who wanted to take advantage of new lax health regulations. It works like this. For $30 a month, they'll send you a pack of used, rusty blades that have already been proven to work. You might have concerns about the hygiene aspects of shaving with an unwashed, blood-and-rust-covered razor, but we have two answers for that. The environment and don't be a wuss. 5150 listeners get a free tetanus kit, which should take care of the bloodborne infections and the whining. Am I right? Use rustyrazers.com. Still not technically illegal. Woo! <laughs> and we're back. I can't help but think they're judging me when they wrote that copy. I don't know what to tell you. It just, it just arrived by fax this morning. I know. A massive check. I, I noticed, though, that you had. You had me read it. I'm feeling like Kim Kardashian here, where she wears one t-shirt and gets a bunch of shit. I am super lazy and don't like shaving. Now I'm just getting shit. Now I'm getting shit on by like our sponsors. I don't know what to tell you. All right, so I'll try to... Uh, the money will help me get over. Yeah. The hurt. Uh, our featured segment today is barely a segment. We,
1: we think maybe with enough diversions
0: that we may be able to cut together 30 minutes of music, yeah, <laughs> music our banter on... Our, our, our feature segment is just enough material to make a podcast. That's kind of what we're working on. An idea that we had for a podcast that we hadn't fully developed until the moments that you're listening to right now was sometimes you come across movies or books or music that people hold up as being super awesome and influential and great. Yeah. And then you listen to them or read them or watch them, and you're like, this is hot garbage. Yeah,
1: or even just what? Why is
0: really this? This over this? You know. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about that. And uh name some examples, go on some rants. And this fill time. It's gonna be stretch. <laughs> gonna stretch just it just out.
1: Stretch it out. Another ad. Closing segment about the bake off. It'd be great. We'll get yeah, through this.
0: <laughs> that's right. We might go into the Top Gun again. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly top gun. I mean, I think I made my opinions pretty clear on top gun yeah
1: that that is actually quite a good maybe we'll start there even though we kind of covered it not great not a fun movie it's like, pretty bad yeah um, but, it's, but it's held up as a great 80s example i'm sure there's a bunch of others which would be great if we could think of those right now um never Ending story and dark crystal and labyrinth even i'm just like and and the goonies i'd even put all those together
0: and go like no you're really I, not
1: even the goonies not even the goonies goonies was like it was fine but it was just I never really landed super square. Did you,
0: did you watch it as a kid or did you try to just only watch I it was about, as a I think of 9 to 10 when I watched it. I think about, Okay. About the oh, so even then you're like, there's no truth in this art. Like, I'm just <laughs> not a fan exactly, of it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's not what happens when little kids get kidnapped. <laughs> you don't just <laughs> immediately get taken to a fucking pirate ship or whatever. Like, I mean, I don't remember it, but. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely befriend the biggest and most deformed of your kidnappers. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's that's helpful.
1: Solid, solid advice. You might be able to turn him.
0: He turned shockingly easy, actually. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah, sloth. Do you remember sloth.
1: I I remember there was a like a monster dude.
0: Yeah, the monster dude's name was sloth. Sloth. The '80s were weird, but yeah, they they turned that dude with like, <laughs> very little prompting. It's like gave him a candy bar, and he's like, "I guess I'm gonna fucking rough up my family now." (laughs) Like like
1: the opposite of Stockholm syndrome.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he is. Oslo syndrome. Like I, I was thinking about um the Stooges. Oh yeah, band.
1: Not, not the three Stooges.
0: You know what? I'm in the minority. I think when they had Curly Joe, that was (laughs) that was peak Stooge. Peak Stooge was after the original Curly and Shimp had died, and they got like just another random dude to be in it.
1: Ne- never watched it. I, didn't, I don't <laughs> like people poking each other in the eye. I don't oh, that's really? General. Yeah, that's, Actually, not no, that's not true. Because Bottom, I don't know if you ever saw Bottom, the uh, <laughs> UK sitcom. No. It's... It's amazing, but it is just Rick Mayall and Adrian Edmondson violently fighting each other for half an hour. <laughs> so it's
0: pretty much Free serious. You're saying it's, that it's you... It, there's some good witty lines and then just violence. It's great. Yeah, Free serious. is mostly like, this time they're plumbers. <laughs> Something goes wrong and then someone gets fucking hit in the head with a wrench. Yeah. Which would normally just be... That would just okay, be... Okay, go to AR. ER. <laughs> and then <laughs> Mo went to jail for hitting Curly in the head with a fucking wrench and this. Just like (laughs) literally making him a vegetable like prequel to oz right there that would be (laughs) mo taking over a prison. yeah and then uh larry committing a crime just to get caught to go to prison to like be his right hand man i'm really right in the pilot of this this this, sounds great i want to see this yeah So I'd watch that. I like the Free Stooges because it's kind of like a Looney Tunes cartoon because it's mostly like the thinnest of setups to get them to be able to be bad at stuff or like slap each other or like do various like eyes gouging like or destroy like property or whatever. So I was a kid I was like, this is dope. I, again, this is stuff that's like, generally like the older,
1: hugely regarded stuff is like, no, nah, n- n- not not doing it for me. Even like super early stand-up, like um, when we talked about this, L- Lenny Bruce. Oh no, no, nah, I, don't, I don't get it. Like I'm not,
0: it, like intellectually it bothers me that I'm like, I just, it's just not for me and and it should be and it isn't (laughs) i think this is something that we're gonna hear more and more as we go through this incredibly loose segment is that (laughs) the things that people talk about and hear in a lot of these older acts get distilled down in some ways to a better thing if you go back and you're like oh i'm listening to like george carlin and like richard pryor or whatever right there's a debt owed to lenny bruce and i can like the people who undoubtedly were like yeah lenny bruce but I when I listen to Lenny Bruce, I'm just like the time is probably very very shocking, but it's mostly kind of garbage. I wonder like, if
1: it's the same problem that um if you're young and listen to Bill Hicks now for the first time, he probably sounds really fucking hack because every single comic that came after yeah. him picked up those bones, decided like which bits they liked, yeah. and used parts of his and- his stand to form their personality. Like going back to his material, it'd be like putting aside the, the misogyny <laughs> yeah this misogyny which is uh, but even, even if you are able to put that
0: aside the rants anger sort of stuff it's like
1: i've seen this done kind of you know
0: And also like a, a lot of his most scathing stuff and best stuff was like about the first gulf war <laughs> yeah which if you're listening to it is like i really nailed herbert walker bush <laughs> like really got like really cut him to the quick like yeah but you uh, know also what... nowadays we're looking at that that, that
1: God, I wish fucking H.W. Bush was in charge, and we had one war going on with one country that we kind of understood.
0: So yeah, like Lenny, Bruce, I think Lenny Bruce is a prime example of of what I'm talking about. Um, the Stooges, yes, uh, the, the music Stooges, which is that's another group that, like, I think having like gotten in, gotten into punk rock and stuff, all those people like to heard the Stooges, and that was one of those bands, like the Stooges and the New York Dolls and stuff. The MC Five and the MC Five, the where they're like, "Oh, this is dope. This is like anyone can do it. We're gonna." do it and then yeah. it made music that i really like but i go back and listen to the stooges and i'm like i just don't like most stooges stuff right like, like you know i listen like, to like, raw pr- power primitive
1: 60s punk rock
0: is not yeah. is not that great or at least
1: not doesn't do it for me
0: yeah because raw power not not a powerful sounding album, no no <laughs> like, despite, despite the name <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a real misnomer like <laughs> yeah uh the stooges the mc5 oh they have
1: like um uh, What's the Kick Out the Jams? It's like, it's a two minute song, and sometimes you find it on YouTube and it's a 30 minute song, and you're like, what? What? Why have you done this? Hot take.
0: The Blue Oyster Cult version of Kick Out the Jams (laughs) is way better than the MC5 version of Kick Out the Jams. Uh, I said it.
1: I I go with the Presidents of the USA's version is really good, and Tomb's version is as good as MC5. Also, (laughs) guys,
0: everyone out there, if you're going to cover an MC5 song, cover
1: Kick Out the Jams because that (laughs) puts you in the pantheon. It (laughs) helps us. It w- helps us compare you.
0: <laughs> I was going to go a different way, which is cover any ever song Like, that is. No, just... disagree.
1: <laughs> um, we need to be objective about bands. We need to be able to figure out who is the best band. Currently, um, I think it's the President of the United States of America by this metric.
0: So that's what you want. You want, like, another 100,000 covers of fucking Kick yes. Out the Jams? Yes,
1: I do. Come on, Paradise Lost. Where's your version? I was going to
0: say, you want to talk about a 30 minute version of Kick <laughs> Out the Jams? You- fucking yeah come on electric wizard (laughs) you got one in you why is it so slow why do they hate music so much (laughs) why why are they so afraid to change chords quickly why do they really need to think about it like i'm just gonna gonna hit
1: this drum uh in 10 more minutes i'm gonna hit this drum
0: again (laughs) yeah nodding your head doesn't count as a beat like i need you to like hit drums this music's boring enough about you like not playing fucking drums on it
1: like you don't really like doom though
0: to be fair <laughs> it's not really I, a... I don't but i feel like you can still hit symbols and stuff no that that's not the doom way <laughs> <laughs> the doom way is a drummer just hitting a snare taking a drink of water hitting yeah. the snare again like checking his fucking instagram hitting the snare again like <laughs> drummer's got shit to do he can't be drumming all the time he no that is literally the only thing he has to do is drum all the time do you have what what, what do you have do you have another
1: one um I, I don't like Lou Reed. I fully don't like Lou Reed. I know, again, I'm supposed Great. to kind of like him, but Jesus Christ, like, we talk about, uh, I don't want to quite get into most overrated artists because I think we kind of agree that's probably Led Zeppelin. But, yeah, um, now you 100, that's I, mine. I, I, we want
0: to get that hatchet piece ready. <laughs> that, that is going to be a special two-part. Eat farts two and a half hours. But but, but that's uh, that's another candle for another cake. We'll, yeah. Uh, is that a... Wait, is that <laughs> a, yeah, fa- yeah, it is. A is thing. that an actual... People, people say this on the baking show all the time. Lou Reed. Hey, what? <laughs> I saw on the baking show that they said that they're going to beaver something up. Is that a term that you've heard before? No. Uh, uh,
1: Mel and Sue <laughs> drop in pretty graphic sex innuendos into the baking show. I haven't they've been told not to do it, and they were like, okay, we won't do that anymore. We're going to fucking do it even more. Yeah, but that doesn't even... You don't you just throw that <laughs> word around, because it has a, it has a double meaning. And it doesn't mean, like, to do some work on a thing. You can beaver away at something, like a busy beaver, but you don't. <laughs> you fucking don't, because it's not the 40s. People don't talk
0: that way now, no more. The point is, <laughs> Velvet Underground, both the Velvet Underground and Lou Reed... Don't, don't like him at all, man. Don't
1: enjoy their work and occasionally you hear a song um like i had rem cover there she goes um on one of the live records and it's really good so okay maybe they do have something and put on the velvet underground version and it's rubbish it's like
0: yeah (laughs) you know know. it's i find every velvet underground song super fucking boring lou reed solo i haven't heard a good like i every time walk on the wild side comes on Uh, i i hope it's the fucking tribe called quest song that like the, oh like, yeah, can I yeah. kick it? I hope it's that instead because like it starts <laughs> at that baseline. And then I, it's like please be tried. Please be tried. Please and then it'll be like blah, blah. God damn it <laughs> You marble mouth motherfucker. Like uh I just I don't get it. Like I literally don't get it. and I, I'm I'm not proud
1: that I don't like this stuff. It's not like I am. um I feel like I probably should like the Velvet Underground. Lots of other people do. It's slightly embarrassing that I don't, but it's like... I'm defiant it, with is it. Is it fucking Emperor's New Clothes? Are they actually bullshit, or am I just a fucking ingrate? Am well, I just, do I just not, not get it? Both the
0: Stooges and the Velvet Underground, people who like them, one of the points they make is also historical, which is nothing at the time sounded like this. And look at all the bands that have come that are like directly yeah. influenced by we we Probably talked this. about
1: this this kind of attitude on the um the 100 albums one because th- there is some value to that but the problem is objectively when you look at it now when when your experiences are i've listened to these bands that were influenced by the by the Velvet Underground and other bands stuff like that but haven't heard the original source material yet and then you go back to the source material and yeah. you're not listening to it with fresh ears you're not listening to it in 1965 with no other experience you're listening to it in 2014 yeah. with a bunch of other experience and you're like no, this <laughs> this, <didn't>, this doesn't <laughs> no. work. First time I heard Sabbath, it was like, because uh, then I already heard, like, uh, Maiden and Priest, and, yeah. uh, like, and puts, like, on um, Paradigm. It sounds really fucking wimpy, but after a few plays, it becomes like, oh, right, I get it. it it's yeah, it's it there's also, a rawness though, to can, it, and there's a.
0: Sabbath is a good, a good example you get in the metal, or whatever. You, if you listen to, like, fucking, um, like, Electric Funeral or something, like, yeah. you get it,
1: right? You're like. A- electric Funeral is a good example because it really. That, does sound fucking heavy straight away. As much
0: as I don't like, like, war pigs and stuff, it has a sound where you're like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. You know, or the same thing, like, end up getting into punk rock, and you listen to, like, the Ramones. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. 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 Right? But if you're into, like, talking heads of television and, like, weird art rock stuff, and then you, like, go back and listen to, like, Velvet Underground, you're, you're not necessarily going <laughs> to be like, yeah, I get it. You're going to be like. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, and I'm, I'm glad there were these bands. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. They
1: I, took something out of it.
0: Part of this might be my bias of not liking uh, too sleepy a band. Like, I never liked fucking Pink Floyd. No,
1: Pink Floyd were never really my band. I they're, never, they're, I they're, never. Uh, I, I, I couldn't really, like, the the oh, the, the early stuff with Sid, I, I don't care. What are, Oh, the really later stuff with someone else that isn't dead. I'm just... <laughs> Also, like, oh, it's weird that Savicious was in Pink Floyd. No, it is um, very weird because um, he couldn't even play the bike.
0: Didn't matter; the songs were so slow yeah. that he could like he could learn it on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me teaching him on the fly. Five, five, go to five <laughs> in That's a minute. One more, we... one more, one <laughs> more. There you go. Yeah, it's like I mean, we've talked about Sonic Youth. I mean, we we had many hatchet w- we piece complained on Sonic about Sonic Youth. <laughs> During the Judgment Night soundtrack, you can go back and listen to our views on Sonic Youth. So we probably won't cover Sonic Youth again, although Sonic Youth could easily be on this list of bands.
1: Vintage feedback. (laughs) Very expensive feedback. You know if you play that guitar properly? No, 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 man. I I think I can get feedback on it. Cool. <laughs> Great. I'm gonna take all these jazz masters from 1965 and all these telecasters from 1967 and swell the pickup sounds. Correction, Marge. Two perfectly good
0: jackets. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, Sonic Youth? Uh, maybe this is gonna just be a hit piece of Sonic <laughs> Youth. Let me tell you about what I felt when I heard "Goo." Uh, um, yeah, I just, I, I just don't get Lou Reed. Nah, I, I, again. Did what? you ever listen to the, the the album he cut with Metallica? No, no. <laughs> because that is much maligned. <laughs> Don't remember it polling very well. It pulled just under the Affordable Healthcare Act. I think <laughs> was how that pulled, Like, it's a couple of holdouts going. No, this is. It's good for America. No, you, you don't. You don't understand. Maybe I don't understand.
1: <laughs> I don't want to understand. Yeah. If that, if that's what's rec- if understanding is going to make me like this album, I don't want to understand. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to like this album.
0: It's the worst tendencies of both bands on display. <laughs> like. Yeah. This is what I've heard also, about. It. Also, but never heard it, so
1: I shouldn't really be judging.
0: It. I heard the first single off of it because it was going around the internet when that album dropped, and people are like, "Is this an elaborate prank or like what? What is going?" Because the vocals are, I mean, Lou Reed never the strongest singer like, songwriter, <laughs> but it's even worse on that. And to have like a competent band write terrible shit and then have like a dude like, like warbling over it's fucking is it's it's, it's like, even... it should
1: have been glenn danzig <laughs> this could have <laughs> been the best album
0: look if there's a misfits album that's metallica and fucking just glenn or even just hetfield yeah his his H- H- hetfield his voice is pretty good or his Tre- uh, trejo uh um, dave lombardo on drums that would yeah. be the best and then maybe even doyle maybe put doyle on second guitar to <laughs> fill it out fill out the sound that's just the greatest. And then Jerry Only is just mad that he's not involved, but fuck Jerry Oli. That
1: sounds, that sounds good. Also, just writing out, keeping Lars Ulrich away from things is always...
0: <laughs> no, he kind of arranges the song. <laughs> <laughs> that's always the thing. Well, you... I, think,
1: I think we should have drums on this song.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's the thing you always hear. It's like, um, uh, Hetfield would come in with riffs, work with Lars. They would play through stuff, and they would arrange the songs together. But then I saw, like, they've, they've released making up videos for every song off of Hardwired to self-destruct. Yeah. And I've seen his ace fucking <laughs> arranging skills, which are... I really feel like there should be, like, like another part here. <laughs> and then Heffields just, like, rolls his eyes and then writes another part. K- kind of arranging that. Like.
1: Also, what's the deal with... um? What's the deal, Paul? <laughs> what's up with james hatfield you know from from metallica yeah from metal chris isaac vocal mic what's going on with that, that weird like 50s because his
0: transition to an auto mechanic that worked in the <laughs> 1950s flashbacks is almost complete and it's like yeah <laughs> like... also he has tattoos on his neck now that's the thing i think he has tattoos everywhere and they're all checkered flags and fucking dice and flames and shit <laughs> is, he, Just... is he a Rocker?
1: Is he a rockabilly rocker with grease in his hair? Cause that's not what Metallica sound like. I don't think maybe if, he hasn't listened to them for a look, while.
0: If you saw him out of context. Yeah. Like Oh, this this is gonna be some fucking tight
1: country influence. This is gonna be some fucking roll. Yeah, this is
0: gonna be some fucking twangy fucking <laughs> Dwight Yoakum sounding rockabilly shit. This motherfucker's just crooning about, like, hot rods and wishing wells and, like, <laughs> fucking fishnet stockings. And, and then he still plays like, Heffield, but it's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, he's swerved hard in the, you know... It's,
1: it's an odd direction. Like, it's, he's not making up his own stuff. He's like, oh,
0: I'll do exactly that. That's already a thing that's
1: not your thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Now that, he looks like a roadie for, like, the Reverend Horton Heat, you know? Like, it's just... it's so weird what that happened. That load
1: there. really just broke Metallica <laughs> into a million pieces. So yeah, Lou Reed's pretty <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you like uh the Mad Men? Yeah.
1: Um. Okay, we we can talk about that for a while. So Mad Men broke what almost ten years ago on yes. TV. It was, was it was it the first one that AMC put out as like a an interesting show. Yeah. AMC was literally just yeah. It's like, it like here's AMC- some fucking movies and I guess here's some fucking money and let's make make a show. No, no stars apart. Elizabeth Moss was kind of, like, from no, the West Wing. No. So she's kind of... Like, Sean Hamm was not, not famous. Christina Hendricks wasn't famous. Uh, Alison Brie was... She was in Community, but that was not, like, a fucking massive hit, so...
0: Also, Christina Hendricks is on Firefly, if you remember Firefly. Oh, yes, she was, but it wasn't, like, a major part. <laughs> no, she recur- like, recurring like Or, two... or uh, Nathan Fillion. She was in, like... Yeah, they went to a, uh, a planet, and um, everyone got drunk, and... Uh, Nathan Fillion woke up married to a girl who turned out to be like a con artist, like <laughs> person. But it was right. uh, uh, it was Christina Hendricks.
1: So I quite liked Firefly. But I don't think that's overrated. I think that was that no, I, was I uh, yeah,
0: I it's the best thing that Josh Whedon's done. Okay. Other than I watched Speed the other day. Did did Josh Whedon make Speed? He rewrote the script I liked speed and so when we were we rewatched it because it was on cable <laughs> and we were just making a game out of okay which things to like we ned like what, oh, was okay. the, what was the whedon moments and we were like you could just tell when like the dialogue suddenly got too clever like in the middle it's like that was a weed <laughs> that was weed right there
1: um but anyway this isn't about stuff we like this is about stuff i hate so madman i started watching it and it was like oh was fated with this amazing show and and about episode two they start talking about i think the jfk and nixon uh yeah Campaigns yeah, and I'm like oh shit. I, oh, I see where this is going They're gonna get the they're gonna get the campaign um, the the rights to run the campaign of one of them And it's gonna be this fantastic political uh, show and It's gonna have the backdrop of the 1950s against it, and it looks amazing. It, I agree with you. It looks fucking amazing <laughs> But no they, that that doesn't happen instead nothing happens and then nothing continues to happen And then more and more stuff fails to happen. It's like what's the fucking point of this show?
0: <laughs> okay A lot of stuff happens in this. That's not true. That's a hundred percent a lie. Dudes have heart attacks. Like, fucking firms get sold. Like, people get different positions. People's marriages dissolve. People get new marriages. Yeah, to
1: to more or less the same women. Who cares? But you're oh, saying th- this one speaks nothing, French now.
0: You're saying nothing happens. I'm saying that there's a lot of low stakes things that happen during this show that are things like plot. Like episodes have things that happen. The stakes may be a little too low for me. <laughs> like, yeah, but that's not nothing. Ha- you're saying nothing's happening and I'm saying st- uh, tons of stuff. Those no no things. one
1: rescues the president's daughter from ninjas. <laughs> like That's the bar. <laughs> Okay. That's that's the bar. Have, that's what has to happen in a show. It has to be at least as good as what I think I remember the plot of Double Dragon to be. Like You're, you're
0: going to have a hard time.
1: I, no, I, I agree that it's a beautiful show. I'm just I'm
0: saying, aggressively
1: bored when I watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the performances. Sure, but who cares? It's like a workplace comedy.
1: Except it's not funny. It's totally and also funny. no one does the fucking work. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> they work on stuff that they show to Don Draper and he's like, no, that, I got a different terrible. idea.
1: I've, I've got a different, terrible idea. And he's like, there's a guy in a car.
0: and, and it's,
1: His ideas are awful. Like They're not like proper. They're, they're bad even for adverts.
0: <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes though, it's weird because he'll be like, I got this idea. Lucky strikes. It's toasted. <laughs> and you're like, that's the real tagline. That must be how it happened. Even though motherfuckers were like, uh, you know, Lucky strikes me, fine tobacco. It's toasted <laughs> since, like, World War Two. you know? <laughs> like, it's like fucking... Does legitimately a thing as a guy who fought in Korea, he would have seen those cigarettes and known <laughs> that that's the thing. Maybe that's where he got. No, the it's end. an alternate, like it's an alternate reality where they didn't get that tagline until the '60s.
1: No, I just I, I it, or like, like, I didn't hate it. I, I'm I'm amplifying my, my hatred for comedy effect, but it is. It's just I felt it was very overrated. It just didn't it didn't do anything for me. It was it was just it was fine. Um, like it was a fine show but i wish more happened in it it was really well put together and really well acted and it, it looked great
0: look i mean i think i wanted to, we should do a a recap show podcast where we just rewatch watch Men. okay every episode okay absolutely let's do this <laughs>
1: we go through we'll go through all the stuff that happened
0: the, the episode is going
1: to be two minutes
0: long <laughs> no because i want to what i want to make you watch all like seven seasons of <laughs> Mad Men, like just from like every minute of every episode and then I have you go through and we'll like talk about it i think this is a good podcast idea we should just start watching stuff that we don't like yeah and then talk about perfect. it perfect you know? <laughs> so what's your favorite time period for 90s <laughs> The 90s, you want everything to be said? In... Absolutely. I want to go see Smash Mouth and fucking Spin Doctors. <laughs> that, that. I can't believe that's a show that... How are they... Wow. The, the coming audacity. Up at a casino, they are probably getting well paid for that. i wonder wondering if we should go. <laughs> I looked at how much it is for scientific reasons. Right. Because I'm like she texted me immediately saying like oh you got tickets well, yet this looks well, great. Well yeah, well to be fair, it was got your tickets yet and then that kind of a jerk thing. <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't necessarily like we should buy tickets. It's like this seems like a thing you would be in <laughs> kind of an <laughs> asshole move. But um <laughs> then I was like our featured segment like the week after we saw a fucking Smash Mouth at the Spin Doctors <laughs> at a fucking casino would be hilarious. <sighs>
1: If it's either that or we'd be just converted fans. <laughs> you know what? Smash, Smash Mouth would get a lot of stick that they shouldn't. They're really good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's they really they really brought it. They left it all on the stage. <laughs> the offer wasn't shunned. They were walking on the sun, <laughs> Et cetera. I don't know any more lyrics. I no, guess there yeah, are. I think that's
1: a healthy amount
0: of Smash Mouth <laughs> lyrics to I, I don't know if I don't know if it's even the original
1: lineup. I don't know if anyone any would know if that's the original lineup. I or bet not.
0: it's the lead singer and some dudes. Would be my guess. Yeah. Maybe the guitar player that you might know as Heel with a soul patch and a fedora on like S- does playing he play some... an Ibanez? He sounds like he should be playing an Ibanez. He might've been playing like a weird like Mustang or something. Uh, playing some like shitty reggae covers. <laughs> Smash Mouth is terrible. Yes,
1: they are. Let's put a pin in or not we're gonna go see them. <laughs>
0: Here's the thing, though. I looked, though, because I was like, if it's reasonably priced, <laughs> we might be – able for the podcast, we might be able to talk ourselves into doing something incredibly stupid. i drive <laughs> driving out to a casino. Yeah.
1: Is it the Emerald Queen?
0: No, it's, uh, Suquamish. Oh, I I mean, that's pro- probably further, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, there's a lot of good antiques places out there, I don't know about that fucking casino. So it's like, we would have to, like, drive out to a fucking casino, watch two bands, people watch, take notes of all the people, yeah. like, how into it, not into it they are, how drunk everyone is.
1: There's, there were some good people watching at the casino, last time I, I went to see Alice Cooper at the Emerald Queen Casino, and a guy had a, a Morrissey tattoo, it was misspelt. <laughs>
0: hilarious That's, that sucks
1: i'll I'll put it on a. I took a picture of it i'll put it on that page
0: <laughs> guys pro tip when you or your tattoo artist or whoever draws out your tattoo run it by like four people well, to spell check
1: when, when before he actually inks it out. like when he's yeah. just like doing the like, the flash of it, and I'm, like, yeah. testing it out. If a red squiggly line appears underneath it, pay okay. attention to that, because...
0: What if you got a, mi- a purposely misspelled tattoo but got the squiggly line tattooed under <laughs> it as well? <laughs> Dude.
1: See, that would be cool. I think that would be the only way to defend this, is if he had, you know, <laughs> an underline.
0: Okay, guys. Like, yeah, I, if you had, like, no regrets, but it had, like, the line under it.
1: Yeah, and maybe a little paperclip in the corner. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> looks, like looks like you have some regrets.
0: <laughs> Look, guys... I am not a shortage of bad tattoo suggestions, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. But tattoos are expensive. Yeah. And the That'd only way to afford them. Expensive. Yeah, the only way to afford them. read an that.
1: Fifty-one fifty heads, our research shows that most of you listen to this podcast while working out. Whether you're doing knuckle push-ups or reverse crunches, you know that when you're done with the gym, you have to feed those muscles with protein. So you can mix up a shake like an idiot, or you have some grilled chicken like a moron, or you could try something else. You might not be aware of his company, but you will know his voice. Introducing Jeff Tate's Ostrich Steaks. As ever, this podcast is an almost unending tirade about the war crimes committed by Jeff and Queensreg over the years. But to prove he's the better man, not in any meaningful sense, obviously, Jeff asked us to run this ad. These are high-end, grass-fed, filet-cut ostrich shanks that really put their eat into affordable internet meat. And if you use the code 5150, Jeff will personally throw in some ostrich feathers, which he thinks are in some way valuable. You might not believe in love, but you will believe these flightless birds are your new one stop protein shop. Jeff Tate's Ostrich Steaks. It will be an operation colon mind crime to miss out.
0: Incredible. Again I can't believe he keeps yeah. he keeps emphasizing. Money's always good with us. Yeah, it's
1: it's as good as almost anyone else's money.
0: Yeah. All right. <sighs> almost done. Closing segment. Almost done with this. At any moment we could stop podcasting. Wouldn't that be nice for everyone? Hey guys, get at us. <laughs> if you want us to stop podcasting, uh hire a plane to fly around downtown with a banner behind it if you yeah. want us to stop podcasting. <laughs> I just put no. Just the banner just says no. <laughs> fly it around we'll see it we'll know, we'll know what you mean <laughs> yeah don't go into any greater detail fly around <laughs> in an expensive plane with a what, banner
1: What? what is that about for it's peop- still there
0: for people who are outside of seattle and don't know what the fuck i'm talking about for some reason geico insurance has hired a prop plane to fly around with a banner behind it just circling downtown it's been Pita's. doing this for years <laughs> like just Geico insurance. At least every Saturday, maybe every maybe every day, but definitely Saturdays. Yeah. I don't know who they're targeting. Like I don't know what their target audience is for that. It's, it's <laughs> like... such a weird people who look up fucking that's such a weird it, it, they can't possibly get them enough business to warrant the expense of flying around. Like they could be doing anything. Yeah. The internet is a thing that they can Yeah, pe-
1: people's eyes are on their phones and on their web pages and stuff like that. If you've invested that money in banner ads, presumably you're going to get more returning. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they do. No, maybe the they know something.
0: Maybe they're just like cassettes are taking off and people like looking at planes. Let's let's do this. It's oldie worldie. <laughs> <laughs> Our
1: next ad, just barbershop. Just, just barbershop quartets, like <laughs> roaming the streets,
0: <laughs> <Just> <laughs> singing how much you can save Geico so before we get into kind of bake off talk as promised yeah i just want to like where, where have you been where <laughs> have i been what's going on we're gonna let everyone know a little bit of how how the sausage is made <laughs> like get a little inside baseball for a moment we recorded everything else that you were just listening to like five weeks ago i think it's yeah
1: been, i think it's been five weeks since we've done this.
0: it was long enough ago that i was like i can't wait for game of thrones to start and now <laughs> the season's almost over <laughs> um so to no. make our bake-off talk more timely and relevant, we kind of record that a little later and tack it on to stuff we previously recorded. Normally, that's a week apart. Yeah, now it's now it's apart. forever apart. So I hope you enjoy the very dated conversation <laughs> we had about Kim Kardashian. And um, oh, oh, I
1: remember that. Remember that when that's what we used to worry about instead of fascism.
0: <laughs> it's funny because in the beginning, the thing you just listened to, we we talked about how we're going to keep committed to keep pumping out podcasts and we clearly weren't because we barely put out any podcasts in the last month
1: it's been we've got very good excuses
0: but we're back now yeah we're
1: 100 percent back absolutely until (laughs) until until the the next next
0: round of vacation for the bake-off we were going episode by episode but it would be ridiculous to pick up where we left off and be like... I shit's... can't remember anything that not happened. Not only do you... Well, you haven't remembered anything that's happened the it's whole true. time. true. i have not <laughs> been refreshing it. I, I thought
1: the Bake Off was memorable enough that I can just go, Yeah, I know the Bake Off. No. No, I don't. Not, not I can't remember
0: season. who wins. The <laughs> season is not very memorable. But the shit's over. Like, it's, it's been over for, for weeks at this point. Yeah. But,
1: well, years, actually. But the PBS version's been like, over
0: weeks. Here years. here in America.
1: <laughs> the Greatest country in the world.
0: In the land of Opportunity. <laughs> We have the opportunity to watch something that's a year old. Yeah, <laughs> that, like... that's, that's
1: what freedom smells like.
0: <laughs> we'll talk about it just real quick, just to wrap that up. It feels weird if we just leave it hanging out there. Yeah, it'd be about... odd to
1: like put, put ourselves out as the Bake Off slash Grand report and it just feel like just
0: like never mention it. So um, weeks ago, I killed off that Bake Off. All all ten episodes were out. We didn't get a chance to really go in depth for two week, and. <laughs> Pastries. I'd about Week. No, never forget. That was pretty rad. They had a lot of weird cakes. They had to do a lot of fucked up stuff. Um, the final three was uh, Candice with the, the pub and the lips. Yes. The single entendre is like yes. just swearing down the camera. Uh, Ginger Baker, your boy <laughs> Andrew made it. Oh, limped in. <laughs> to the to the final and
1: him of not turning the oven on
0: (laughs) him of just serving some raw batter not the most embarrassing thing that he did during the course of that um and uh jane jan jan okay jan she was like middle of the pack the whole time yeah um, the problems with the last episode were the problems with the whole this whole season which is i think it leaned too much on hey make this thing and make a million of them. Yeah. yeah, make a million of them. Like, <laughs> the last challenge was like, we're having a picnic. You have to make like eight different things, and you need to make 12 or 24 of each. Oh, that's of them. right. And yeah, it's yeah. like. Also, it- yeah,
1: and you have to put them in these boxes that have Paul Hollywood's faces on them and get them to Sainsbury's <laughs> by the end of the day.
0: While you're baking, an app's going to go off to tell you where to deliver these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking this, this show doesn't have craft services. And I'm thinking towards the end, it was just like. All right, <laughs> I've got an idea.
1: Yeah, so Candace won. I thought Candace was a one. won. I can't remember exactly. Because really? yeah. you've
0: been like on her shit the whole time. Oh I don't no know how She's it's still time. like
1: I'm not sure about her baking. I'm just on a, on about her for like her her ways. <laughs> if it was a popular if it was the Big Brother show or the um, you know do you have any other reality shows where people write votes for who's gonna get kicked off?
0: Yeah, like all of them. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. if it'd
1: been like Celebrity Dance Island or whatever, <laughs> then she would have been like, "No, we don't like her with a fucking lips." Oh, skin. there's a
0: yeah, there's a bunch. Of th- I think it's the same thing that like why people used to watch gladiators and stuff, but instead of full on blood sport, we want to see people just like humiliate themselves on yeah. TV, yeah, yeah, and then get sent home after like. We're gonna put them in the jungle, and they're not gonna be able to poop for a few weeks, and then we're gonna send them home. Ah, look, <laughs>
1: she they... used to be on Full House, and now she can't poop in the jungle. I'm like, what? <laughs> this doesn't seem like compelling television. This doesn't seem prestige, golden age, Breaking Bad level shit. This is
0: <laughs> okay. So, a little preview. Have you seen the animated trailer they dropped for the new season? No. Okay. No, I haven't. <laughs> what happens? What, uh, it's, whim- it's whimsical, and it's all food, dancing around, singing, uh, I want to say, a Beatles song. Which feels like it's got that dude from the Mighty Boosh's fucking fingerprints all over it. Like, I'm, I'm looking at
1: stills from it, because we couldn't get the YouTube thing to play <laughs> properly. Uh, 15 seconds in. The fuck? The fuck.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm sure these guys are singing. Oh,
1: I just. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Now, I like the... They used to play kind of kind of like serious music on, on it like uh like threatening uh orchestral <laughs> music under the park under, under the break-off so that it'd be like five
0: baker center and you're like, oh it's, this looks good <laughs> it's a <plundered> home. except <laughs> yeah with, with ovens <laughs> with ovens and way more flour you know my biggest takeaway from this season is their ovens have the thing where you open the door and then the door to the oven slides into the bottom yeah so that seems cool it's pretty cool isn't it that's yeah <laughs> But if that's what I'm really paying attention to, means wasn't as compelling this year.
1: <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. It means the TV
0: is maybe letting you down. Hey, speaking of being let down, that was Bake Off talk. Yeah. For this week, so we it's go... just been so long ago, and I don't, I just didn't care that much. Hopefully, uh, when the new season starts, we will be, we'll have a lot of notes. I, I think we'll have a lot to say about <laughs> Noel Fielding, and that... maybe maybe he'll surprise us. He's going to be the Michael Kamen of that fucking podcast. He is. I think he's going to be the villain of the piece.
1: I think I told you uh, Michael Kamen got in touch with us.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So stay tuned for the next podcast where we'll read emails from Michael Kamen. (laughs) Yeah. Peace.